Welcome back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. This is Twanda. And this is Ramel. Hey, Ramel. Hey, girl. Hey, how you doing? I am still on cloud nine from yesterday. Can you say that one cloud more time? nine from oh yesterday. God, you are the people that in the back. Was, I wasn't in the back, though. I wasn't in the back. So yesterday, we had an unexpected opportunity to see Hamilton at the DPAC. That's in Durham. Durham. The Durham Pub- uh, Performing Arts Center. Right. That's right. And mm-hmm. and we had just a few hours notice. And not I even was a few. Like, was like- okay. Maybe not even a few <laughs> hours notice. But we didn't have much time. We got the call and said, there are tickets available. Can you take them and go today? And we made it happen. We got there. We and saw Hamilton live. We did. And what Tawanda didn't know when she was saying, calling me. Okay. So she was texting me, texting me, texting me. And she wasn't, I wasn't even answering me. What in the world is this? Like, normally she has a response time of a few seconds. I texted something. She raised me. So I'm like, I got Hamilton tickets. Crickets, y'all. Crickets. Oh, I, I was like, hello. Crickets. Is this thing on? I left my phone upstairs, but what she didn't know is the night before I had given my ticket to Hamilton, to my niece. Mm -hmm. And so she could see it with my daughter. And I wanted to see, oh, I wanted to see Hamilton so bad, but I love my niece. And so I was like, no, it's okay. You take my ticket, you go see Hamilton. And, um, and for the next day, the next I day, was like, I'm over here calling oh like, girl, you want to go see? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Yes. So we had a great time. I put on one of my dresses. And yes, she has dresses, just, y'all. I she dresses. has like signature dresses. Like, she's like, I'm, I'm bringing the color. I, yes. you know, it's, it's well, beautiful. it's part of my evacuation of my closet. My closet was full of black and oh, yeah. stupid really looking colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so now I have really bright colors and I'm working on more. Yes. So, and she's yeah. just wearing them. And she wore another one um, when we went to Hamilton. So that was yeah. amazing. We were even fun. planning to record this podcast yesterday. But what had happened? Hamilton. Hamilton happened. Hamilton. Everything stopped. It was like, <laughs> oh, no, we're doing that. Yeah, we're doing that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It was the best uh best squirrel. side yeah we call it squirrel okay so well i'm gonna say this whenever twan and i are talking because we talk so much and my brain scrambles i just have started saying squirrel kind of like when a dog sees a squirrel they they stop what they're doing and they go in that direction mm-hmm. that's me and so i say squirrel, she at least and announces it and then she goes yeah. into the other and direction. i start talking about something completely different completely unrelated so yeah. Yes. So Hamilton yeah. was the best squirrel ever. That really was. <laughs> we were supposed to be, we were supposed to be getting ready to get on Zoom so we could record this podcast, but squirrel. And it was but the squirrel. best squirrel ever. Squirrel. And yeah. uh, we had a wonderful experience. We have a picture. Maybe we'll post that somewhere. Oh, that, yeah, we should do that. Yeah. yeah. So okay. 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 But okay. today mm-hmm. we are talking, we, we decided to get together and hit a topic that's really very unlike us. You know, it, 
it is. It is. And we are, are we're, we're, we want to go down the, the road of the black manosphere that you apparently get to by way of the red pill. Right now, before I even talk any more, <laughs> say any more words, I'm going to save the area because every time we talk about this, the energy in the room gets really bad. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, I, I think I blamed Kevin Samuels a lot for this whole dynamic of what we are calling the black, what do you call it? Manosphere. Yes. Mm -hmm. But in like researching this topic, He's just one of many. He's it is a one movement. Of many. Yeah. It's a movement. And it's represented. There are lots of um, men out here, people. Well, I'm going to say mm -hmm. people out here representing mm -hmm. it. And, and the reason why I thought it would make a good episode for us to talk about is because I think it puts black love, like black relationships, marriages, mm -hmm. and families in danger. It feels like men and women aren't if if this is if this represents a um, significant amount of what people are thinking the mm -hmm. dating men are thinking and dating women are are, deal, are thinking and dealing with then there's no way they're going to get together and have yeah. happy families at at all like mm -hmm. and everybody likes to say oh i like black love and, and and you know i lift up black love and i want to be like that black love goals yeah mm -hmm. i don't even see people i'm thinking that's gonna kill this i, I don't know i was concerned <laughs> that black love is going to be on the extinct list after going down a bit of a rabbit hole to learn mm -hmm. about what is it what is this red pill blue pill conversation that's out there and going on in the in, on the web um once i started going down this route it was like okay i want to learn a little bit about it i want you all to hear a little bit about it but i'm going to warn you it is a huge rabbit very painful rabbit hole that as you, a woman too. as as a woman if you go and to read it's kind of like reading the comments in your local or even national news station. You know, you know how you don't do that because it's so toxic it's in the comments. Negative. Everything yeah. is is fighting in the comments. It's really bad comments and negative, painful statements thrown from one side to the other. Mm -hmm. That's what it feels like as a woman exploring and learning about this manosphere that's mm -hmm. out there. So I, I want to talk a little bit about it, explain what it is, and some of the the terminology that we've come across, some things that perplex us, but notice we do not have a guest. <laughs> no, we do not. We do not. We really didn't want to bring that in. Where's my sage? I need to do some more of that. We uh, do not really well, want to bring that energy. We didn't. We just mm -mm. want to talk about it. We just. We don't even want to argue the points. We just want to. No. Yeah. Put it out. We just there. want to talk about it. Like, and but you mentioned red and blue pill now. For the people like myself who have never watched The Matrix all the way through, mm -hmm. don't come after me, okay? I, that's not my jam. So <laughs> people talk about the red and the blue pill. And for a while, I really didn't know what that was about. But that comes from the movie The Matrix. And what they are referring to is 
the uh, choice between the willingness to learn a potentially unsettling or life-changing truth by taking the red pill Mm -hmm. or remain content in contented ignorance with the blue pill. Okay. Yeah. And so black men in the manosphere have opted to take the red pill, right? Is that the way I understand? Yeah, and it, it means that they're waking up to the truth about women, mm-hmm. black women. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the truth. truth like, no. yeah, that's where it gets it. So then as we explore what the black manosphere says is the truth mm-hmm. about black women, it, it makes you want to get your sage and sage the place <laughs> because it's so... Uh, it's you know how it feels to to read uh, about white supremacy and mm-hmm. what who, what white supremacists say and think and feel about black people. Well, this is what it feels like. It feels like black male supremacy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's the only good way to explain. Mm-hmm. And then reading about this, it feels to me as I read it as as denigrating. Black women not recognizing them for it's just just them being the the um, bad guy be, being the responsible for the inequities in and black people today. It's like mm-hmm. it's all blamed on the black woman, mm-hmm. and it is so painful to read to know that there's a group, a large group of people of men. Uh, I'm gonna say of people who feel like women are responsible for everything that's going wrong. Like, how do you feel about people who you think are responsible for making your life worse? Doesn't that then make your enemies, make it seem like an unsafe place? Like, you can see why I'm saying I'm worried about Black love Mm -hmm. at this point because there's so much hostility uh, going on out there. At least that's my perspective. Well, and it... We're talking about the black perspective because we're black. Hey, we're black, but there is the whole white perspective too that are doing the same thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And in some cases, they are the black manosphere and the white manosphere are joining forces to put women down and things. I don't even know how the best way without getting so upset about it um, right. to describe it. But we're going to be talking about the black manosphere, but. There are other groups of um, big groups of men who are touting the same kinds of venom against women. But we're talking about black women today because we're black. That is true. And I want to be I want to do this as objectively. It's hard because I am a black woman. I'm not but sure. I want to do it as objectively. What? Okay. You're not sure what? That we can be objective? No, no. I'm sure you can be objective. No, I'm, you're not. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you'll try. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm wanting to try, but I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna see what you do here. I'm gonna see if I feel like playing. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, all I'm. I, what I was trying to do is just understand, like uh-huh. what, because I have been hearing about a red pill. Yeah, mainly the red pill. You know, and how um, um, men. Because of our episode on Kevin Samuels, mm-hmm. I had to learn more. It gave me an opportunity. That was like scratching the surface of mm-hmm. this whole 
uh, way of thought. And I really wanted to say, oh, that's just Kevin Samuels and his 1.1 million followers listening to that crap. That's what I call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, and I didn't think it was much bigger than that. I didn't know how big it was. I didn't yeah. realize that it was so much bigger than that. So now I want to be aware and I want other people to be aware of what's out there, what our single friends are mm-hmm. dealing with and mm-hmm. when they're going out dating, as well mm-hmm. as our children, our young people who are getting who are growing up and growing older and now they're mm-hmm. dating, they're having to have these type of conversations and they're right. meeting up with men who took the red pill and who have these grand ideas of what relationships should look like. So Mm -hmm. let me just describe to you what I've identified that men are thinking relationships should look like. And Ramel, help me out. Okay, (laughs) I'm here. All right. It feels to me like I'm hearing a lot and reading a lot about men who want women who are not independent. Now, I know that's confusing because some of you, like me, remember Usher and Neo singing songs about independent women. Like, right. And I'm not even using the reference. There are more references of songs about I need an independent woman. I don't know. I guess they took the blue pill. I, and I'm not sure how that works. Like, I thought that would be catchy. And I thought they wanted that. I, I glummed on to that and just stuck there. But apparently... Independent women are the enemy. And that's the way it's discussed, by the way. I'm not mm. I'm not over exaggerating. But right. women who want to be independent, that is perceived as they don't need a man. And that makes men feel some kind of way when women are so independent that according to men, it means they don't need a man and they act like they don't what? need a man. Okay, so what is it that a man wants a woman like why do I need a man like I want to okay I just want like I want I want to understand what it is that they want like do you want a person who needs you for everything so I'm thinking and uh, I from what I've gathered The Mm -hmm. idea is that there is a premium set on relationships that have a traditional uh, male-female role in that relationship. When I say traditional, I mean archaic and outdated. (laughs) What I mean is where the woman stays home Mm -hmm. and tends mainly to because she doesn't have her own career so she tends to the family uh, as her priority the husband and the house mm-hmm. as her her priority so doesn't have any space for a career and that is the pride and that's you know somebody who that woman can't be independent because she doesn't have her own money. She doesn't make her own money. Mm-hmm. So then she can't be independent. And she need that woman needs a man, needs some a provider to bring in the money. So she can't be independent. So that seems to be the want. Now, um, there, that seems to be the, the want. Well, let's go back to that traditional way. And I can see, I remember having kids. I wanted to be home. 
I, mm-hmm. it, you know, I really did. I wanted to be able to spend all my time with my kids and help raise them and teach them their alphabet and watch them grow. And so and I, I wanted that. Mm-hmm. But we really couldn't afford at that time only one income. We tried to right. and we were just broke. And, and <laughs> But we tried to because we're trying right. to balance out the cost of daycare. So we weren't doing it to fit any mold. We were just trying right. to, to live and make it work together. Right. And so I did stay home for a while to do that. And I like that. So I'm not saying that that is a bad thing for women to do. Right. I could be there and I could experience how that could be fun and, and good. But I also felt like that was just for a time because I value, I value my independence and being able to have a career, bring in my own money so that I always have choices. So I think that is considered too independent. Like I, cause I don't, cause I was taught by my mom who's divorced. You never need to need a man. Like you need to be able to, to make up your own income so that mm-hmm. if you had to do it yourself, you could. And I right. never thought that that was a bad thing. I always said, sounds right to me. That sounds smart. That sounds like what would allow me to sustain myself in life. So that's a good idea, but it's the, the manosphere would say bad idea, like bad idea. I, and I, and I get that. I, I get everything you say. And I mm-hmm. actually, I experienced the same thing. Like I thought I was going to want to stay home. Um, actually I stayed home for a little while. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I went back to, and then I went back to work. I think the interesting thing is, is both you and I, we stayed home for a little while and we went back to work and our husbands still like us. They do. They do. I can tell. I can tell my husband still likes me. And so I don't know if it's the timing of when we got together and the fact that these ideas weren't swirling around and catching yeah. up like, like a virus that happened and, and is now causing people to, to people to eat their own young. I don't know. It mm-hmm. just feels like we're, we're, we're uh, blowing up. Um, yeah. But you asked a couple of questions there. So there was the, you know, why is there something again that I don't need a man? Or, you know, why is that such a bad thing? I think men are feeling overlooked as mm-hmm. well. Um, no, I, I know, I say, I think I've read about it where men themselves talk about feeling overlooked and uh, women only going after high value men, men who are particularly tall and wealthy, mm-hmm. uh, and then leaving a large percentage of the men without options because apparently women control sex and that they will that control to the man's demise. So then he has to be, get this word, write it down, incel, which is involuntarily celibate. Okay, I'm learning these words, but if you hear these words, then you know it's somebody who's dipped their foot, toe, or they've dived in to the the red pill manosphere and they're they're filling their minds up with this type of thing but it is a real thing it's it's, because it's real and i know plenty of men that i respect as people who feel that way i didn't know they felt that way before i didn't know that i knew so many men who felt that way before but now it's just something we can't ignore and we need to at least be aware of these feelings 
So are we going to inspect their math? Can we do that? Would you like to inspect? Here's here's the math I think you might be hearing, because <laughs> um, I was told this this weekend, and then I read it in this wonderful article by Nicole Young. I don't know you, Nicole, but shout out to you for introducing me to the craziness in your article by an L called My Brush with the Black Manosphere. Again, that was Nicole Young on L. And and part of this, uh, her reporting, there is the belief, and I have had these numbers spoken back to me just recently, that 80% of guys get looked over while 20% of guys get all the ladies, all their attention. So I think those are the rich, tall men that the, the thought is. And because of that, the, the 80% who feel like they're getting looked over, they're a- angry about it and they're mad and they don't think they should be looked over. And, and there's a lot of hurt feelings there and anger. But Ramel doesn't like the logic so or the math. No, the, so tell math, me, tell me what, you're, what you're arguing about there. I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to try to keep it short. All the women can't have 20% of the men, period. <laughs> that was a breakdown of the they math. They can't. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible. So, so the rest why of are us- they mad at the 20% of the men who are taking up all the women and not sharing or not, you know, being like, hey, There's woman, no- I can't, here, you, you go over there to the 80% pool because, they, I mean, I... I they're mad at women for and holding women accountable for the inequities but in the life that they see. True. I, I, the math I, doesn't I, work. The math doesn't work. Well, How are a hundred percent of the women going after twenty percent of the men and eighty percent of the men being completely ignored? That's malarkey it's stupid <laughs> it doesn't make any sense i told you i wasn't gonna say the word stupid but i'm sorry that is that okay. doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense they they men also who who um subscribe to these thoughts also have these preferences for women that they are unreasonably unreasonably um unattainable by many women i mm-hmm. i am not gonna you say have some I, yeah no no yeah. those are some women who fit the bill are you talking about mm-hmm. how looks you know is that they're, what you're talking about looks and they're they're supposed supposed to be fit they're all supposed to be a size four um they're so you know they is in the same manner that these men have these ideas as to what women are trying to get these 20% of men, Mm -hmm. these tall hundred thousand dollars or more a year, Mm -hmm. high valued men. Um, But what they're talking about is this small subset of women who are thin size four fit and are, I don't know, submissive. I'm not using this in a bad way because I don't know. This is this is their list, not mine, right? right? <laughs> so they have this small subset of all women 
who are supposedly looking for these people. They're upset that this small subset think that they are not sufficient enough Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and not all women because all women come in all different shapes and sizes, shades, um, fitness levels, you know, (laughs) hip size, boob size. (laughs) Okay, got you. Yeah, (laughs) we are diverse. And so when, when these people bring out these statistics and these things, these are random thoughts that they try to put statistics to and run with it. Because if you do the math, it does not fit. Doesn't work out. Well, mm-hmm. the thing is, if I like to keep taking this back to white su- supremacy because that's what it feels like the most. I am mm-hmm. aware because when I look at white supremacy and they they all this concern that at one people one point black people are uh, Spanish speakers are going to come into this country and take up all our jobs, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I feel like some of the same types of arguments, the same spirit that Mm -hmm. allow these thoughts and then these anger and then these Mm -hmm. concerns, you know, the government's going to take all of our guns or, you know, you just, Mm -hmm. there's certain thoughts that haven't proved to be true, but are still like being used to rally the troops around Mm -hmm. certain topics. I feel like that's what's happening well, among the black men and women here. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at the the side with, with a name, the black manosphere, where mm-hmm. you deal with men who have taken the red pill and they want to hear the hard truths about women. But all of the truths that, that are are being talked about are so are, are blaming women, are mm-hmm. accusing uh, mm-hmm. women and putting women in such a negative light. It makes it look like, do you even want women? You know, like, it's like, like, if you hate women so much, and they're responsible for all these bad things, Mm -hmm. then then do you still want women? Like, what's going on? It's a scary place to be, because it feels like um, there's eventually going to be a need to to tame the women, so that we can get things back into order. So I don't I don't know. But that's, that's why it feels scary to me, when you can tell yourself that, um, women, because this is another belief in the manosphere, is mm-hmm. that women for a long time have always had a place to to, to air their grievances about whatever and men. Mm-hmm. And men don't feel like they've had an opportunity to get their voices heard. And so now the movement of the black manosphere is to get their voices heard and unfortunately these voices are very negative it sounds like it it is a scary sound to me it sounds like danger in my mind and they just feel like it's time for us to say what needs to be said and it's can, scary can i just go ahead you can do it i i i have to pause oh can I just say that's stupid? I'm I sorry. You, you, <laughs> I was wondering at what point, oh what time is it? Can't. Okay. You made it okay. about 30 minutes exactly <laughs> before you said that's stupid, which is the thing she said she was not going to oh, say. Well, I don't yeah, actually. You made it yeah. 30 minutes. Okay. Huh? I don't yeah. know if I did. Okay. So, all right. So, 
media. Yeah. They say they don't, they don't, they don't have, they haven't had the bullhorn to do these things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Media, as in most businesses, has been a male dominated force. That's that's very, very true. So, yeah, there might be women who have been out here telling their story and getting their stories out here about certain things that sometimes we don't like about the way some men have acted. But to play a victim in it as if they haven't had an opportunity, they couldn't do anything about it, you know. I call BS. Yeah, I, I was looking for do. my BS button. It's downstairs. <laughs> mm. I just call BS. So, so I'm sorry. I was listening to what you were saying. And maybe I wasn't actually at some point because my brain was just like, I can't. I just can't with it. <sighs> okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I'm I, I, it's, it's tough to listen to because it feels to us looking from our perspective, it feels like bullshit. It, it, I don't, I, I look at it and I'm like, why, why are we having these problems? Why, why is this happening right now in the world? And, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking about all those things because I see a lot of other weird thought that feels weird to me in the world. And this just feels like, oh, okay. So it's infecting every, you know, we're having, we're being infected with this odd way of thinking that is pitting us against each mm-hmm. other. Is what mm-hmm. uh, is what I what I feel. I've heard terms like toxic femininity. That one has been yeah. thrown out. But then when we looked up toxic femininity, y'all, we are smart women. But well, we were sitting here confused as like what? I said to Tawanda, I said, <laughs> "Can you tell me what you think toxic femininity is based on the language the, that you've heard? Right, people, people men speaking." Toxic yeah. femininity was like something that women were doing that seemed to be harmful to men or offensive or, you know, we're attacking, using, against, yeah, them. We're using against them, you know, toxic femininity, using your uh, feminine capabilities or, or rights or something to, to beat men down is what I always felt like it was used when it was used in a sentence, toxic femininity. <laughs> but Ramel looked it up. <laughs> And we're so confused. We're so confused. <laughs> and and truly, it's just the opposite. It's toxic. The definition feminine. of it is the opposite. So I guess it's not being used properly. <laughs> so go ahead. Please tell us what toxic femininity by definition is. It's a concept that restricts women to being cooperative, passive, sexually submissive, gentle, and deriving their value from beauty, physical beauty, while being pleasing to men. It also, when I read it, there was one Mm -hmm. part that said that she was, it was a, it was a mental health issue for the woman because she was giving everything and leaving nothing Nothing for herself. And that Mm -hmm. was toxic femininity. And I was like, that can't be right. So I was like, I heard what you said, Ramel. Now I'm going to do my own <laughs> research and I'm going to look up the definition. And every definition I found was that. So I mm-hmm. was confused because I know, I know men who, who want that, who actually want a woman who would fit 
the, that the exact official list of things. definition of fe- toxic femininity. So it would be to her own detriment, detriment to be that way. But I've heard men who say, that's exactly what I want. That's the traditional woman, by the way. Yeah. More yeah. of the traditional I woman. Wanna, I want a passive, I want a sexually submissive. Yeah. Kind, yeah. Um, wait, gentle. somebody who can get along, give you peace in the household, mm-hmm. you know, somebody who Der- can, yeah. Deriving their value from physical beauty, the whole, you know, working out and everything. I mean, like, people are allowed to have preferences. And I'm okay with that. That's the thing. I'm I'm still okay with it. Have your preferences. Go find that woman you want. I just need you to use the dictionary. (laughs) Because it's confusing. It's confusing. <laughs> it's confusing. Okay, so that that one was one toxic femininity. There's also the belief that women like you and I, unfortunately, mm-hmm. honey, I think we are the the bad modern women. You know, we would be bad modern yeah. women. So, having said so. that, though, there's the idea that we put down and shame women who choose to have a more traditional lifestyle calling bs okay yeah i don't i don't i don't shame them it is definitely their decision i would want if it were my friend who said to me hey i'm getting married and i'm gonna work at home and i'm not gonna have any money to myself and nothing to my name because my husband and i are gonna do it all like i remember being in la la land thinking that that's the way life was going to be and it's going and i, I mm-hmm. did say la la land because these days you can't even de- determine like marriage staying married is not a thing anymore getting divorced that most marriages end in divorce and so the person man or woman who is doesn't have a career is not making money for themselves is it putting themselves at a disadvantage serious disadvantage Mm -hmm. and it's not i want marriage to be something that lasts forever but it doesn't like the numbers look at the numbers the numbers speak for themselves so you just mm-hmm. want to be smarter about protecting yourself against that so i would encourage my friend to have stuff then you know make sure mm-hmm. that you're you're covered if you if your spouse loves you then they'll make sure they help you cover yourself no matter no matter what but that would be the reason why i'd be like oh girl please be careful because it feels like a very risky adventure to do it like that but i'm not going to talk down to her and say you're stupid you're this i get it i understand why Mm -hmm. she'd want to do that she's just more trusting than i am some people just some people just like it like my sister is a stay-at-home mom and for the yes yeah and for the most part of her being married she's been a stay-at-home mom Mm -hmm. she loves it Mm-hmm. And there are times where she has gone back to work, but she mm-hmm. has come back home and, you know, and has worked with their kids, you know, and just really been I'm a really so good. glad you reminded me of that because I was mm-hmm. like, I know we don't talk down to to women who decide to stay at home. <laughs> I forgot yeah. that Nikki. Fitz Nikki yeah, she's a stay at home mom. She's a wonderful stay at home mom. Her husband adores her. Her kids yeah. adore her. But I will say this for her to be a stay-at-home mom doesn't mean you know my sister nikki the last person she is is submissive yeah yeah she probably wouldn't actually fit the description it's like uh, she'd be kicked out of that she was like sorry if she were to read this she'd be like the last person i am is cooperative 
Okay. <laughs> she is, she's not, but she's, but she and her husband are a great match. She yeah. loves her husband. She will do things for her husband. She's not, she's not, um, a, she's not she's working not his, against right, her husband. That's the point. She's, she's not, not working, working against, against him. And she's also not her husband's slave. And I think right. one of the things that concern me over and over again is that we don't try to make, you know, and the idea of wanting to go back to a traditional lifestyle because, you know, when things aren't working, I think you should try mm -hmm. something new. So if things aren't working, like marriage is not working the way we're doing it i think we should explore other ways to do it but mm -hmm. let's not go all the way back and make women like slaves okay let's not do that all right it's not a, okay it's not a thing. let's find another way mm -hmm. uh, for it to work i don't know that this idea of and and i'm hoping that somebody who would listen to this and be like that's not what we want to do we don't want to make women like slaves good good that would make me very happy to know that that was some type of misunderstanding and that um, women can be more for themselves mm -hmm. um, and still support a husband and a family and a household. Like that there's space yeah. enough for her to have her some intelligence and some independence yeah. while still building a life together. Because quite honestly, that's what my husband and I are trying to do. Yeah. And, next month makes 26 years of trying to do that you know that's right mm -hmm. this and wednesday is 25 years for, for jim and i mm -hmm. and i'm I'll she be said jim and jim I, and not I, jim and Jimmy. i like the zodiac yes. sign because it yes. sounds like that I know, okay I carry on carry on completely but yes but i mean and it hasn't been easy so maybe if maybe their idea of wanting like peace and ease in the home yes i get that different. i like that idea i like peace. the idea of peace and you know we peace. have a certain level of peace but let me tell you something marriage isn't easy so if you're getting into it thinking like oh well the reason why it's not easy is because of huh guess what that's, yeah <laughs> it's that, not, that's the wrong attitude to take the wrong for. attitude because it marriage takes a lot it takes a lot more um compromise and things than that but um i asked jimmy about this whole concept of being a modern woman because mm -hmm. i i if you ask my kids they would probably tell you that i am not a modern woman <laughs> because i'm old no okay? and, and old. you make cakes from scratch for yeah. everybody and biscuits and you know. I have some real domesticated moments okay you i really do. do you make clothes and stuff I, I do all the things, Maybe but I, are? no, no, never no, mind. you know, you <laughs> I have moments, right. But that's not where I live, but, um, you know, he expressed that I think he enjoys the part of me that mm -hmm. is a smart, intelligent woman who decides to do things on my own, but we, yes. that's part of what makes us click is that that's attractive to him right that's, right that's true and if he didn't that's true so hmm it really is what does the man want what is the man attracted to are we saying that there are just now more men who are attracted to that different type of woman did something happen among men because women aren't playing along like we're like no. we want rights for the most part 
We want to do stuff. We want to be independent. We have brains. We want to think and lead stuff. <laughs> you know, black women like lead the charge for degrees. We yeah. are like some of the most degreed people. But I will tell you that is one of the arguments that uh, is that that makes it so now black women feel like they don't need black men is because they are doing all this with degrees and they are demanding i don't know i let me okay. I, when i, I just, say it out loud it's like, like i can't that can't be right like i say it and it's like wait that, that can't be right nobody thinks I don't, like that right let me just say this i don't physically need my husband I that is a problem that makes you yeah no, that, that's a problem no you, i think there's a desire you need to need it and when you don't need a man then that causes disrespect to that man um, see the, i think that's the, the idea is, that's the idea but the thing the about it for me is i want my husband i have a desire for my husband i can make my own money good yeah. and if that means i can if i make my own money then i can i can buy all the things that i need right that's uh, theoretically okay right but i want my husband in my life i want my husband to be by my side and he wants me he could leave out the door and do whatever he wanted to do he has money i have money we can do that yeah. but every day we choose to wake up in the same bed and to do it one more day mm -hmm. and so i don't i'm glad that he doesn't want me to need him yeah. i don't need him to do things for me well no there's some things i need for him there to do, are like, some things you get stuff from do. the higher shelf uh, that's not what i was um, thinking you were gonna moving say. things <laughs> <laughs> I have needs. but but you understand what i'm saying is that i i'm so glad that for him he doesn't need a woman that absolutely needs um needs a woman that uh needs to like lean on him for all the things right right yeah and yeah that's that's true we have men who don't who 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 do value mm -hmm. that we bring our own to the table and contribute it but it's not seen as something that is because i bring something to the table that takes away from him we exactly. just haven't seen it that way. We've always exactly. seen like we brought things together to the table so that our lives could be more, you know, have more enriched and fuller lives because we yeah. both bring something to the table and exactly. we have intellectual conversations because we both work and we have coworkers and we talk about jobs mm. and working. And so I don't know, it, maybe it's just because we happen to find men who are thinking the same way we were and maybe mm -hmm. the number of men who are uh who want something different maybe maybe that number's not so big maybe that's not that big of a deal for dating overall maybe it's a small number of men i don't know how many have taken the red pill I, you I know, don't know. I, I, I don't know i, I don't uh, know it's it scares me because like you were telling me the number of people who I know most of them that you know, know actually, actually are like red pill yeah. taking yeah. and it just it kind of is discouraging because to me I feel as though there's something that has happened probably to them along the way that has 
put yes. them in this space right. where like they they've been feel hurt damaged. in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I believe that happens. I know it happens. Mm-hmm. Men hurt women, mm-hmm. women hurt men. That's, you know, exactly. in relationships that happen. Exactly. But it does feel like a response from I was rejected by a loved one, by, by a woman. Mm-hmm. And I've decided to go among a whole lot of other men who felt rejected by mm-hmm. women. And now we are fighting back. Like that's the, that's the tenor. That's what it feels like. Yeah. We've been rejected. We've been mistreated by women. The culture has mistreated men and, and been, you know, been too kind to women. And now we're fighting back and our voices are being heard, but it sounds so hostile when you hear yeah. it that, you know, I just want to be people to be aware that it's, yeah. it's a serious thing. It's a kind of scary. It, I just, just I, my heart eyes. bleeds for our kids because they're walking into a dating scene that is so different than mm-hmm. what um, our dating scene was. We didn't have the social media impact. That's we, true. Mm-hmm. we barely had phones. I mean, like, you know, up until I was, I was already working before we had like cell phones, you know what I mean? So you didn't, we had like, oh, phone at the house so you didn't have other things um in between it was like you and your guy yeah i think right? you know, over and, the over time technology and culture they all affect mm-hmm. our, how we live and this is just mm-hmm. another way if you're in if if you turned off the internet it would probably be harder to proliferate these uh ideas yeah. and yeah. for it to reach as many people but yeah. this is where we are so it Hold is. on to your hats, people. Girl. Dating sounds interesting. I, <laughs> I've i not given up my guy, okay? Because I could, if nothing else, I couldn't go back in. See, that's <laughs> the thing. Then, then, then you'd be part of the problem. The men, the <laughs> women who don't need men, you know, and, and you would be part of the problem. And that, yeah. That's a good place to wrap it up here. Cause yeah, like, I'm good. We're part of the problem that... In the black man in the manosphere, and so. I don't seem to have a problem with it. I'm feeling probably you don't have a problem being None. part of the problem. No, not yeah, it. not even, so. not even a little so bit. No, no. Well, you know, I'm like, I'm super glad you ran into this article because, like, things, terms, ideas, I didn't even know were truly out there in the way that they are. Mm-hmm. Um, she did a great job writing it, even if you don't investigate like all the things, if you read this article, you will get a really good idea as to the depth of mm-hmm. what's um, out there, what people what, are, what's out there, what these men are ingesting and surviving. Yeah. On. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's scary, it is. but it's a, it's a good article. And next thing you know, you'll be at the end once you start. Right. Very, right. Very and, 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 and with that, I want to put it down now. Like that was, that was interesting. I've learned mm-hmm. some things and now oh. I, I want to keep, I, I just, I, I don't want to go down here. Um, never, never, never. Okay. Thank okay. you. That's good. All right. All right. Never again. <laughs> All right. Well, thank y'all. If you made it this far, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to hit subscribe button if you haven't already and share this Please share episode. this with your friends. Yeah. Yeah, we would, and we would love to hear from you. We are on Instagram. We are on Facebook. Um, just look us up on uh, for girl. That's girl. Girl with three, with three R's. R's.
<laughs> can I ask you something podcast and you'll find us and just send us a note. Okay. So until next time, peace, peace and, and blessings. blessings. Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Girl Podcast. That's girl with three R's. And if you want to participate in our segment, Ask Your Girlfriends, email us at girlpodcast at gmail.com. That's girl with three R's. (laughs) So until next time, peace Peace and and blessings. blessings.